tried to establish a party position on the basis of purported intelligence, I should say, that's only available to himself. I don't think that's right. And that's the first thing. In 2009, Nelson got into government, got a Mercedes E-Class, Nissan Pathfinder, and he was changing cars every year. He had the Jeep Cherokee, he had the discovery, condemnation of his members of parliament, slamming his own MPs for doing things that he has done himself, things that he has not condemned when done by, by Trangirai, and things that he would probably do if he went back into government. Uh, this is a bribe. Disguises alone, from what I've investigated and I got a report this afternoon, Triple C were not supposed to uh, drink from this poison chalice. They've joined the Pioneer Cola, they've joined the Craft Train, and they've crossed the line. 40,000 will do so much just to transform the outlook of our hospital. Why is it okay for Trangirai to get $1.5 million from Gideon Gono, but it will not okay for his MPs? This opinion and analysis is brought to you by Kukurigo Information Services, presented by Edmund Kudzai. So this morning, the leader of Triple C put out a tweet, and the tweet was uh, a continuation of his condemnation of his members of parliament, who he accuses of joining the gravy train. He says they're now part of the pioneer column, and that they've crossed the line. And what exactly... What crime have they committed exactly, these MPs? They have received $40,000 loans from the government housing loans. I have a problem with the way that Nelson has handled this. Uh, And that's for a number of reasons. But first off, let's listen to what Nelson actually said. Then let's have a brief analysis of the facts and the circumstances around this case and whether or not Nelson is right and the members of parliament are wrong. The first thing that we have to look at is the issue of purported intelligence after the fact. The loans are announced and then Nelson appears on video and says that he's received a report. He does not mention who he receives the report from, uh, but um, he now understands that the loans are actually not loans, but they are an attempt to bribe ZANU-PF MPs who supposedly Munangagwa has discovered are planning to vote for Nelson. So to prevent this from happening, apparently uh, the president has decided to pay off the members of parliament with $40,000 housing loans. Now, I have a problem with the idea of basing a public conversation on secret intelligence purportedly acquired after the fact because it's one thing for you to get access to information and announce a plan and announce the intention. It's one thing to do that. And it's quite another for something to happen and then you apply a meaning to it or an interpretation to it and then you claim that it's based on intelligence and no one is able to evaluate that information or that intelligence to establish whether or not it's credible but everyone is bound by that intelligence. I don't think that is a good way to conduct public affairs. It's lawlessness because anyone can say anything after the fact. He He could say absolutely anything 
because he does not have to present the evidence, he has not presented the evidence. I'm not sure that it's proper for him to try and establish a party position on the basis of purported intelligence, I should say. That's only available to himself. I don't think that's right. And that's the first thing. But beyond that, I want to read the tweet that Nelson put out. He says, whatever the cost, principle matters. It's better to be a nobody and nothing than to be a somebody and something in borrowed and dirty robes. Blessed Friday. I have a problem with this because he is purporting to be taking a position of principle and his argument that the country is in such desperate straits that $40,000 could go a long way in terms of linen and helping hospitals, balls and so on. Fair point. But is that the standard by which he lives? Is that the standard by which the opposition Triple C or when it was still the MDC Alliance or when it was the MDCT, is that the principle by which they have always lived? The evidence suggests that that is not the case that the opposition has never lived by that principle. Uh, the only thing that seems to have changed in this case is that Nelson himself is not part of what he now calls the gravy trade. In 2009, after Nelson got into government, in the government of national unity, he got a Mercedes E-Class and he got a Nissan Pathfinder. And he was changing cars every year. The, the year after that, he had a Jeep Cherokee. And then the final year, he had a Discovery. When he left government, he left government with the Discovery, the Mercedes. Now, the question is, how many men Medical doctors can afford to buy a Mercedes or a Discovery luxury vehicle on their salaries or how many of them could afford to, to purchase those vehicles on the salaries that they were earning during the government of national unity. None. None. They could not. Now the question is, if Nelson, like he tweeted this morning, he claims to be standing on a position of principle, it doesn't seem to be principle at all. It seems that the rules are made as, as we go. It seems entirely arbitrary that uh, it's rules for thee, but not for me. Because if Nelson could get a Mercedes and a Discovery, which are worth jointly over, hundred thousand dollars but now he claims that mps have joined the gravy train by getting forty thousand dollar housing loans because his basis as you heard him say in the audio is that people are struggling the country is in desperate straits the question is whether or not the country was in desperate straits in 2000 and in 2009 but even more alarming than him managing to acquire those two luxury vehicles at the taxpayers expense the only person who can actually talk about this credibly is david coltart because in the government of national unity david coltart refused to to accept a Mercedes. He said, I can't, I'm sorry, I can't. The vehicle that he got was a Pathfinder and that's the only vehicle that he, he accepted during his time in government. Senator David Coulthard can take a position of principle on the issue. Nelson has done the exact opposite and there's an article uh, by the Canadian publication that's the Globe and Mail and the article is by Jeffrey York who interviewed Nelson. He asked him about the Mercedes Mercedes in 2009. And you'll listen to the snippet from that article. It's published on March the, the 16th in 2009. 
2009. And Nelson says, yeah, I really need a Mercedes because here in Zimbabwe, if you're not driving Mercedes, people don't think you have power. This is what he said. Now, when he said that, was there no need for the much talked about cancer machines? Why didn't he say, look, no, why did it not follow in Senator David Coulthard's um, footsteps and say, look, I cannot accept Mercedes when the hospitals are in such desperate rates. Let's use the money for something else. At the same time, during the government of national unity, there was quite a big hoo-ha when uh, Gono, who was accused of quasi-fiscal activities, gave uh, opposition MPs vehicles. And Shanghai ordered the MPs to return the vehicles, and the MPs refused. During the government of national unity, after Shanghai's wife dies in an accident, there's some suspicion at the time, which Shanghai himself later dismissed as, uh, as nonsense, that uh, this had been an attempt on his life, which had unfortunately taken his, his wife. It was just an accident. But uh, during that time, it's sort of like uh, people realigned their thoughts and there was some pressure within the party for him to get uh, more improved security arrangements and working working arrangements. And uh, that's the moment when he began to want to boycott the government of national unity until Mugabe gave Guono the green light to give him whatever he needed for him to come back to work. And uh, trying I actually got at least $1.5 million for his house in Highlands. $1.5 million of taxpayer funds. Now, was that principled? How many people who have worked in government for 20 years, 25 years, in various positions can afford to buy a $500,000 house? What more a million? What more $1.5 million? So the question is, why is it okay for Trangenai to get $1.5 million from Gideon Gono? But it was not okay for his MPs a few years earlier in 2009 to get vehicles from the Reserve Bank. So again, Shanghai was not operating on on principle, more of political expediency, which is what appears to have happened in this case, that uh, Nelson recognizes that he can paint himself as the nice guy, the reasonable guy, by slamming his own MPs for doing things that he has done himself things that he has not condemned when done by, by Trangirai and things that he would probably do if he went back into government. So it's specks of um, hypocrisy all round in my view and uh, the kind of language that he uses when he says they've joined the pioneer column, they've joined the gravy train and they've I think it's unacceptable from a leader. It's uh, opportunistic, it's uh, shameless. I don't think leaders should uh, victimize the people they lead to advantage themselves and a more recent example is Shamisa claims that $40,000 is a lot of money and could change the circumstances in our hospitals. Now, he recently had $120,000 raised for him for the purchase of bulletproof vehicle uh, because he claimed that the system was trying to kill him. That's problematic in a number of ways. First of all, it's like having a gun and announcing that you're armed. It renders the firearm useless. So if you announce that you are purchasing a bulletproof vehicle and somebody actually does want to kill you, I don't believe anyone wants to kill him.
uh, then whoever that is is now going to wait until you exit the vehicle and then they'll shoot you so we can safely say that the bulletproof vehicle is not particularly useful in terms of preventing well-trained individuals from killing you in fact they could just put something on the door you know if, if a government is trying to kill you they don't even need to use guns look at what they did to this guy who was living in the uk this former kgb uh, fsb agent who was now living in the united kingdom and uh, he, he got poisoned he just drank some tea that was laced with uh, polonium 210 and uh, he died of acute radiation syndrome uh, there was uh, another one more recently that happened in 2006 uh, there was another one more recently where a substance was put put on a door handle and um, the people managed to survive but they, they were taken ill the idea that bulletproof car is going to protect your life against the determined state-sponsored adversaries is wishful thinking. Now, that having been established, the question is if Nelson is standing in a position of principle regarding the suffering of the generality, then you'd have thought that Nelson would have said, well, no, we cannot possibly spend a hundred and th- $20,000 on a vehicle for one person, a vehicle which will actually not protect me in the way that uh, it is um, anticipated. Let's use this money for to help. Let's, let's say clinic in his own home area. Say, look, I'm going to bring in the linen. I'll bring in this for $120,000 and we're going to help this clinic do better. Uh, if you're standing on a version of principle, then that's precisely what you do. It can't be the case that when the vehicle is yours then it's perfectly acceptable for you to enjoy it but uh, when it's uh, the case of an mp getting a loan that's much smaller than $120,000 three times smaller somehow it is uh, completely unacceptable and uh, particularly where you yourself have partaken of the same and said some quite embarrassing things that uh, article by Jeffrey York is really quite embarrassing for you to have a guy who wants to be the next president of the country saying I really want to drive a Mercedes because that will make people feel that I'm powerful and he's driving this Mercedes at taxpayers expense um, it, it, it's an outrage it's madness actually so Nelson has misfired on this one in a major way and uh, completely 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 unnecessary I don't think he should have gone after his own members of parliament in that way I don't think it is it is right to it it's, 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 uh, does not demonstrate uh, good leadership. Now, more importantly than that, what is the position of the Triple C as regards the remuneration of members of parliament? Is it that uh, members of parliament are earning enough, that uh, members of parliament must earn more? Uh, and if they must earn more, what is the cutoff for how much they must be allowed to earn? It's only when you have those policies that something can be said to be based on principle. It cannot be the case that you don't any structures you don't have any documentation and you claim that a position is based on principle where's the principle in your head uh, you can't govern you can't run a party like that let alone a country so these are the issues that i wanted to address now obviously there's also the issue of politics that uh, what exactly is the crocodile to yeah i think that forty thousand dollars will uh says that the gift of a man will make room for him and cause him to stand before kings. 
And we tend to want to think that uh, if you can sing very well, then will cause you to stand before kings. Well, I, I doubt it. But if you, if you know how to give good gifts and um, you send a good gift, yeah, it will make you to stand before kings. So, yeah, I think Mnangagwa will have won some brownie points from members of parliament for facilitating those laws for him, and they will definitely look upon him more favorably. But it's politics. It is what it is. And Mugabe did the same for Changirai when he was about to pull out of the government of national unity. And uh, the guy ended up with the house in Highlands which is uh, for a $1.5 million house. Nelson, if he was standing on principle, he would have protested and said, this is unacceptable, we cannot take taxpayer funds to fund uh, this extravagant house. Um, Trangadai already as a house, he's in government to serve the people, not to serve himself. So we say no to that. That's precisely what David Coulthard did when it came to the Mercedes. But Nelson is not operating from a position of principle despite voting to be operating from a position of principle. Uh, he's being um, entirely arbitrary and he's being opportunistic. And it's, uh, it's, it's unfortunate that uh, he's debased himself to this kind of level, particularly given the forcefulness of the language that he was using to describe the members of parliament. Um, I think he's completely out of order. It's irresponsible. Uh, it's provocative. Anyhow, I trust everyone as well. Have a good day. Bye-bye. To receive Kukurigo free information updates via WhatsApp, send a message to plus 263-733-043-888. To contact Edmund, WhatsApp, plus 263-783-833 and then 4.